Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep, and more. It wasn't until my daughter was a toddler that I heard the expression, birthing the mother. It sounded strange and perfect all at once. The idea being that when a baby is born, a mother is born also. It made sense to me because those first few months of her life were amazing, joyful, raw, challenging, lonely, and utterly different to anything I had ever experienced before. Amy Taylor-Kabaz is a mindfulness coach and author of Happy Mama, The Guide to Finding Yourself Again. Amy is all about supporting and nurturing mothers wherever they are at their experience. And she has discovered a name for what we are experience when we are born as mothers. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you. Now, the word that I was talking about there is matrescence. What does this mean? Matrescence is an anthropological term. Love that. It makes it sound so serious. An anthropological <laughs> yes. term, which refers to exactly what you said, the birth of the mother. But in other words, it's the transition a woman goes through from a woman to a mother. And the best way to understand this is it is similar to adolescence. Adolescence refers to the transition of a child to an adult. And we all understand that. We know it takes years. It's not a process that you wake up one morning and say, I'm an adolescent. I'm a- adult now. Um, It's a process that they say can take about 10, 12 years now is adolescence. Wow. And it affects every element of your life, hormones, physical, uh, psychological, socioeconomic standing in the world, the way the world views you, the way you view the world, emotional, spiritual, all of it. And we know now that the more support you put around a child through this transition, the better it is, right? We know that it can be a super bumpy and overwhelming time and you really don't know who you are when you're in the middle of it and it's really quite scary and um, exciting at the same time. And if we put the right support networks around teenagers, they can move through it quite easily, This is the same as matrescence. If we look at it the same way, this is a process that doesn't just take one moment or one year. It's a process that they're now saying is probably never ending. It's probably ongoing, but at least for the first, I'd like to think at least for the first seven years of motherhood, where you are changed on every level hormonal, physical, emotional, how you look at the world, how the world looks at you, your economic standing, what you want to do with your life in every way you are changed. And the more support and understanding you have around you, the easier this transition will be. I love that. I love everything about that. Um, How did you discover it? Because it's not something I've heard about before. Yes. So 11 years ago when I became a mother... I found what I now understand to be matrescence terribly difficult. I really struggled with what happened to me as a woman. I had such a strong sense of identity before motherhood. I thought I knew exactly who I was and what I wanted and where I was going. And I had this very strong attachment to all of that and went into motherhood believing that that would all stay the same. You know, I was one of those people, I'm sure we all know them, and maybe you were one yourself, that you're like, oh, no, it won't change me. 
I thought I'd still have all my goals and plans and then just be a baby attached. <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously that was a bit of a crash landing for me. And so for the last decade, I have been really committed to understanding what happens to a woman. First for myself, being a former journalist and researcher, I was like, well, is anyone talking about this other than me? And then now to share it with other mums. And so... It's kind of what I've been doing for 10 years anyway. And then in the middle of 2018, I heard a podcast with someone who mentioned the word matrescence. There's only a couple of people in the world that are talking about this. And it was like light bulbs went off in my head. I thought, finally, someone is finally acknowledging what I have been trying to figure out for all these years. So for me, it's just something happens when we have a name for something. I've shared this with all the mamas that I speak to in my own podcast and on my website, and they're all like, oh, it feels so good to have a name for what I'm feeling. So that's what I think is so powerful about this. It's finally an acknowledgement of you change, and it takes a long time to figure out who you are on the other side of it, and that's okay. Let's see what we can do to support you and make it as smooth as possible. What's it meant to you personally then? You speak about how you've been researching it for 10 years and I can say, you know, I can imagine how it affects women to actually have a name for it and to give themselves permission to evolve in that way. What's it meant for you? Personally, I think because my babies aren't babies anymore, I for the last few years have felt like I should have figured this out by now. Like this, <laughs> yes. this whole process of understanding who I am now that I'm a mother as well as this woman who I am should have been done by now. Like maybe I'm a slow learner. Why, <laughs> why haven't I figured out how I want to do this? How do I want to be a mother and a woman and a partner and a sister and a daughter and all of this? And... When I first had the opportunity to interview the expert on matrescence at Columbia University in New York, my very first question was, so do we have a time frame of this? Like, (laughs) when your kid gets to five, should you have figured it out by now? And she said, look, academically speaking, we're trying to come up with a framework for that to understand the timing. She said, but personally, from all the research I've done, it doesn't end. And I actually started crying because it was like, really? Oh, thank goodness, because I still don't know how to do this motherhood and life thing. I still have days where they are too much for me and I just want to focus on myself. And then other days I look at them and think, I don't care about anything else. You are my everything. So personally, it's been this relief and given me permission to continually say, I'm still a work in progress. Yes, I hear women sighing everywhere. (laughs) Um, So, as you mentioned, uh, your Cassius is five now. Your youngest is five. Your eldest is eleven. Eleven. She's a tween. She sure is. (laughs) How does the idea of matrescence apply to the first year of motherhood? So, I think. If you look at, again, it's such a great analogy. If you look again at the comparison with adolescence, think of those sudden, almost overnight hormone changes and how the person in your house is suddenly a completely different person and you really kind of stand back and say, wow, they're really changing. 
If you could do that for yourself in that first year, imagine how much more compassion you would have for yourself. We really don't acknowledge what is happening to a woman. We, as you and I have spoken about so many times, we shift our focus immediately to that baby as soon as the baby's out. And of course that's necessary, but we have to start thinking about how to support the woman differently And I think if we can bring this understanding in, I think the biggest change is the family and the partner around this woman will have a different understanding. Because I know when I've spoken to um, people about this, the guy's always like, yeah, that makes, it just changes how I would support her or the way I would view it. I would stop Uh, feeling like she's changing and I don't know what's happening and is it ever going to be the same and you know it just helps everybody understand things differently so ideally I would love this to be spoken about at those mothers group meetings that first meeting when someone from child and youth health or whoever it is runs it and says to the mother as well just by the way you are now starting your own process of changing and growing and figuring out who this who you are now and make sure you have the support and understanding and compassion for yourself for all of this. I think that would make a big difference. I'd love to see it taught in sex ed. Yeah, I've had when someone go, say that to me. You know, because that idea that we it's kind of something you need to know before the babies come. Like yes. okay, okay, this is this is going to be a bit like crazy teenage years. And I also think I remember in those early years, you hang on to milestones with your child thinking things will go back to normal when they hit that. So things will go back to normal when they sleep. Things will go back to normal when I go back to work, when they turn one, you know, all of that. So all through that first year, you hang on to these milestones thinking, once that's passed, I'll be normal again. And just letting you all know, and you all know this by now anyway, it doesn't happen. No, it's 11 years later. I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> but if we said, if we prepared ourselves for that and actually celebrated it, this is the thing that I love. It's a beautiful transformation you're going through. It's just because we've never understood it, it feels scary. And if we can instead say, wow, congratulations, you are now transforming into the next season of your life. You are now becoming a mother and that will mean so many beautiful big changes for you. If we can reframe it like that, it feels empowering instead of scary. Exactly. And instead of holding on to what was, looking forward to what will be. That's right. And one more quick point on that. A key part of that first year of matrescence is the grieving of the life you used to have is the grieving of the changes in your life. That was huge for me, really, really big. And I didn't think I was allowed to feel like that. I'm not allowed to kind of wish this wasn't happening. I'm not allowed to miss my old life where I was free to just watch Seinfeld all day, all day Sundays. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed know. to hate that girl walking down the road with her hair out barefoot walking to the beach. Exactly. <laughs> or putting her heels on and going out dancing on a Friday night. I'm not allowed to miss that because I'm the mother now. No, grieving the change is actually a really important part of that first year. And no guilt and no judgment around it. Yes, part of you is no longer there anymore and acknowledge that and then turn to what is going to be there instead. Excellent. Well, Amy, if people want to connect with this idea a bit more, where can they go now? 
Well, they can go to happymama.com.au, which is really starting to build a whole bunch of resources around matrescence. Um, And I'm hoping that more and more we'll start talking about this, as I said, in the education of mothers and even GPs one day. But for now, if you Google matrescence and you'll see the word in the podcast name, it's a tricky word. There's an amazing TED talk on it. And if you look at my website, there's lots of resources there too. Excellent. Amy, thanks for coming in. Thank you. That was Amy taylor Cabaz, author and mindfulness coach. As Amy mentioned, she has lots of info on her website. We'll put a link to that on ours. Just head to babyology.com.au forward slash feed play love. And as Amy mentioned in that conversation, she also has a podcast. It's called The Happy Mama Movement. You can find it where you found us. And that is, of course, wherever you get your podcasts. If this interview with Amy Taylor-Kabaz intrigued you and you want more, in the next episode of Feed, Play, Love, Amy is continuing the discussion with how matrescence continues as your child grows. And this is the part that we don't acknowledge. I think it's where most of our discontent and overwhelm and burnout comes from because as a culture and a society, we assume that at a certain point, This woman will be the same as she used to be. Why and how motherhood continues to change us as our children grow. That's on the next episode of Feed, Play, Love. This podcast is produced by Elise Cooper and hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt.